0: the news radio 92.3, informative local dependable i know it's your favorite day of the week as it is mine it's tuesday it's wait, the garden wait line wait a
1: minute it's mine too
0: oh it's mike's too <laughs> it's
1: my favorite day too no you know question. what
0: you know how it goes if you have a question a gardening question send us your pictures send us a text give us a call 437-1620 it's pep talk i'm your host tammy martin i'm here with mike wiggins for the garden line and i have a very special guest as well and i'm I have Mike. I have been looking forward to this day for about a month now.
1: Oh, I have too. As a matter of fact, we've been talking about this show that was coming up, following our show. Yeah. At ten o'clock.
0: At ten o'clock is right. going to
1: be the Audubon Society, the Francis M. Weston Audubon Society. Right. And do you know who we have coming to talk to us? As a matter of fact, he's in the studio he right is. now. He's going to sit in with us for yeah. our show and enter in on some gardening questions i'm sure he can help us with those so
0: um welcome jim i have jim brady the president of francis weston audubon society thank Thank you for coming on today
1: thank you so much we are
0: totally looking forward to this also if you have any bird questions (laughs) four three seven sixteen twenty so we have two experts in the room gardening and birds and i'm super excited i think we're gonna have a great plus
1: one other thing yes because jim is here to honor his presence our little bumper music this morning oh, yeah. is going to be all about
0: birds. birds.
1: <laughs> it may not be about birds, but it even could be by the birds. Yeah. So anyway. We're so gonna... we do
0: have a phone call, but if you want, if you have anything to say first about like the 115 degree heat index today, you're welcome to do well, that. Well, you know what? It's,
1: it's going to take me a minute because okay. what I want to do is to, just to tell people, number one, if you're going to grow some vegetables, how mm-hmm. we've got to look at between now and the first freeze. And I've got some stats on when that first freeze is coming. And if nothing else, that should let everybody who's listening know that the hot weather is not forever. It is going to cool off. But um, for (laughs) this week, it's going to stay the same. All right. No doubt. So we can go to the phone.
0: Yeah. Good morning. How are you? I'm
2: doing well.
0: Good. Um,
2: Thank you, panel, for taking my call.
0: Yeah. How are you? Do you have a question Um, for Mike Mike this morning?
2: I do, thank you. Um, as of the spring, I've got a new Georgia lawn. I failed to get my 1608 down in May. Here in the heat of August, I'm sure there's really nothing I can or should do, correct?
1: Well, that's not really totally correct. Um, in the month of August, and it always seems like it's too early, you need to start thinking winterizer. I wish they didn't call it winterizer because in August, mm-hmm. you're not thinking about winter. But it does have that formula that you need to get on that zoysia and St. Augustine and centipede, quite frankly, early in August. Some people wait till September and October, but the ideal time would be, I'd say, middle to late August. And you want to look for this formula, a 10-5-14. And the reason you like that formula is that the secret to that formula is that number 14, which is the potash which strengthens the root system of that zoysia grass to help it get through the winter and come back next spring strong you're not going to see a lot of results this fall from putting a winterizer on you don't really you're not going to be able to green up your lawn but it sure will make a difference next spring your lawn will come back stronger so that's what i would do yes
2: okay anyway the lawn is looking really healthy but um Any particular brand or where I might find that um, 10, 5, 14? I think probably –
1: I know Pensacola Seed and Garden would probably have it. Some of your big box stores would probably have it. It's kind of a basic as a winterizer. But let me caution you one thing. I've seen that same formula in a fertilizer plus weed killer combination. Mm -hmm. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just get the straight fertilizer. Okay. Put it out. And then water it in very, very good. And I, I think I think you'll be pleased. One other thing you could do if you haven't already done it, and you need to put it oh, separate this by two weeks from your fertilizer, you might want to get a soil test and see what um, your soil test says about your zoysia. You may need some lime. And if you do, the soil test will tell you okay. that. But like I say, you don't want to.
2: Only for that, I I did get the soil test. Yes, thank you. <laughs> right,
1: very good. What did it As, say about what, your
2: recommendation? Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, oh, what did it say about lime? The soil test.
2: Well, it's funny. I did it a while ago, and um, I'm going to check it out this Friday. So uh, I'm, I've got oh, the lime. I just need. I don't. It's it's all Greek to me. So I need someone <laughs> to read it for me. <laughs>
1: I hear. You. Well, you know, a lot of those soil tests have a lot of things that, quite frankly, you know doesn't make that much difference. The amount of lime that it recommends is important, and of course, the fertilizer that we just talked about is a Pensacola basic, um, so you know what to use there. So, I think um, I think you're on the right track. I'll tell you right now, the zoysia lawns in Pensacola have looked terrific. That'll tell you what 16 inches of rain will do right. for you. I'll tell you right now. it just, they are just <laughs> fabulous. But one thing I've noticed, and I, I'll let you go because I know you probably are busy. Um, don't scalp it. Now, we can always cut zoysia lower than St. Augustine and centipede. But if you take it way down in this 97-degree heat, you can get a little bit of browning. So um, mow it oh maybe two inches or so. But don't take it down to one or even a half. I think you could um, be asking for some trouble Well, let me there. let
2: me tell you this, just real, real quick. Um, my lawn service. I have a sign on my mailbox: "Do not mow, no line trimming." I live in a townhouse. Yeah. And my heart sunk a couple of weeks ago. They had mowed it to the roots. Yeah. But it came back.
1: Yeah, and it and it will do that if you put enough water on it. Um, it'll it will come back. Yeah. But sometimes it sure will leave you with some brownish spots that you're not pleased with so mow it high and that's advice for everybody in this heat is mow your saint augustine at four inches your centipede at three take your zoysia maybe to about two and i think you'll be in good shape if you do that
0: well thank you so much for calling in this morning we appreciate your question great questions thank you very much well that was awesome that was great
1: exactly and it's it's really important because that fertilizer coming up in august nobody thinks about fertilizing their lawn in august right but but it's a good idea jim does because he knows what to do <laughs> Right, jim you, you do it in
3: august you, you've always done that right i have a service i don't know what they do <laughs>
0: so i have some exciting news jim you already have a question Really? Yes, you do.
1: A bird question?
0: Yes, we're going to get to it. (laughs) If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is Pep Talk. It's a great Tuesday morning. It is 914. I have Mike Wiggins. It's the Garden Line. If you have a question, a comment, 437-1620, you're welcome to call or text. And we have special guest, Jim Brady. He's the president of Francis Weston Audubon Society. I call it the bird-watching people, but (laughs) they have a very fancy name. Very fancy name. Um, so we have a question. Bird question. Do you clean out bluebird box after they nest?
3: Ooh, that's a good one. I do. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to until it gets real full. Because uh, they'll they'll put additional nesting material on top of the old one. Uh, even if they've been vandalized by uh, somebody else, some other bird species, uh, they'll put, put more nesting material in and start over. But when they get to the top where the hole is, mm. oh, well, then they're vulnerable. So th- then you got to clean them out. Uh, Perfect. But cleaning them out every every uh, brood would be a good idea. And what is a brood? A brood, would they're nesting and however many chicks they hatch out, they may have five or six eggs uh-huh. and they hatch them all out. Once those babies have fledged, left the nest, mm-hmm. I'd clean it out.
0: Perfect. You're gonna to have to school me on all this term terminology. I know nothing about bird watching, but I'm excited to learn.
1: We'll make you, give you a membership. There we go. <laughs> I know we're gonna take a break. But I got. Yes. I'm gonna give you okay. two questions just to think yeah. about during the break. Number one, two years ago, I got the most beautiful Martin house for Christmas. Beautiful. Put it way high on a pole. Hadn't seen a Martin since. Never <laughs> has, Never have seen one. And two, haven't seen a hummingbird for about two months. Think about those questions, Jim, and maybe you can. Um, some of our listeners might be interested also yes. when, we, when we come back from our break. Okay. Yes,
0: we're going to take a quick break here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Like I said, get your bird questions. We have Jim's going to be on here at the 10 o'clock. We have him as a guest, so you're welcome. Your host, Tammy Martin. It's Pep Talk. It's our favorite day of the week, the Garden Line mm. with Mike Wiggins. So get your gardening questions in. We like pictures. We like phone calls. We like text messages.
1: Whatever. Whatever. Just, we know, have the
0: best listeners track us down. ever. 437-1620. And we have the pleasure of having Jim Brady, the president of the Francis Weston Audubon Society, the bird watching people with us. So.
1: Exactly. Now, now, Tammy, we played Mr. Tambourine Man, and people who are listening you know, mm-hmm. may say, why did you do that on the show where you have somebody talking about birds jim why did we play mr tambourine man because
3: the band was the
1: birds that's it yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the birds <laughs> that's, that's the great birds. well it's we have a classic 60s group yeah. yes we okay. have a phone call this morning let's get to it real quick um good morning
4: yes am i on the air yes sir yes, you are. all right i'd like to give a shout out to my homies out there uh <laughs> I have a couple of i have some, I have a couple of bird questions that uh-huh. I've just had in my head, and
3: Uh-oh.
1: you know when
4: you drive around, you're like, "Who can I ask about these <laughs> bird questions? <laughs> we
1: have got the expert you know on
4: today. I know, <laughs> yeah, you know I can knock this it. out of the, just get it done with out of my head. The first one is vultures. do like two vultures cover like the whole panhandle, <laughs> or are they everywhere? Because they just show up out of nowhere. And I'm just like, do they give them a call? Like they're subcontractors and they kind of hang out and wait on, you know, a call from like Tallahassee. How many vultures are in the panhandle? (laughs) That's the first question. And then the second question, question. Ospreys. Like do the Ospreys, are there a lot of Ospreys in in the sound area? Or is it, they're just uh, not as many as you think just kind of curious on on ospreys big fan of the ospreys that's all i got i'm out
3: phew uh do i have enough time <laughs> oh we have an hour go for we it. we have okay. about four
0: minutes and 50 seconds <laughs> okay.
3: so on vultures there are two species of vultures the turkey vulture and the black vulture turkey vultures find their food both by vision and smell black vultures only by vision Really? They can't smell. So uh, if there's a roadkill alongside the road, the black vultures are on it. If it's in the weeds somewhere and it's hidden, the turkey vultures will get it first. Uh, In terms of numerical, they're everywhere. Uh, You may not see them in certain times of the year. Uh, They do migrate. When I lived in Ohio, uh, in Cleveland years ago, there was actually a celebration in the middle of April when the vultures came back to (laughs) Hinckley. Hink- Hinkley was a, a cliff in southern Cleveland, and the vultures came and nested on the cliffs of Hinkley. Really? Uh Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, they're everywhere, and uh, the, the only difference between the two is turkey vultures have a red head and bl- black vultures have a, a black head. Uh, other than it? that, they look pretty much alike. How about those ospreys? The ospreys. Uh, there are lots of ospreys, and that's a good good thing to be able to say when I came through flight training here in 69 there were no ospreys there were no eagles they'd all been uh, run off really by the DDT that was run off into our waters and poisoning the fish and then poisoning uh, the birds
1: and the same thing happened to the brown pelicans back in those oh days. my gosh I mean, yes. that DDT would thank the Lord it's off the market oh yeah it's gone um yep. but yes it um it affected yep. a lot of the wildlife it really did
3: yep. And uh, the Ospreys really appreciate the platforms that many people have put up uh, near their homes. If so They live on the bay or on the, on the coast, put up a big platform, and the Ospreys will be there.
1: Jim, uh, now, I, Jim, I had a, a friend, and a, I went to a meeting the other day, and I was sitting next to a guy, and he said, man, I just saw the, um, a bald eagle flying over my house. He says, it was not an Osprey. It was an eagle. I said, are you sure? He said,
3: I am positive. Is that true? Uh, if, <laughs> he know, if he knows what he's doing, yes. They both have white feathered heads. Right. And, uh, well, the adult bald eagles do. Right. And so that's a, a trick. That you just get a quick glance and say, oh, it's got a white head. It must be a, a bald eagle. Um, the the truth is, ospreys are only about half the size of a bald eagle. Yeah. Um, they both like to eat fish. In fact... Uh, You know, the osprey will catch a fish and the bald eagle will attack him, get him to drop the fish, catch it in midair and run off. So our national symbol is really a thief. (laughs) We were not going to go there because I I
0: will not be able to keep up with the text messages. So let's don't. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're not even going to go there. Okay, (laughs) we have another phone call this morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Uh,
4: Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, question for Mike. Yes. Good. Mike, uh, how do you, is the best way to get rid of
0: cudgers? <laughs> <laughs> He's giggling. Is this a hard one?
1: <laughs> I think we better go back to the birds. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I know you I know. have the answer,
0: I Mike. I know you do. Yeah. Uh,
1: there, as far as I know, there, there really is no herbicide that's going to kill it. And if there is an herbicide on the market, it's, under the classification of restricted, and those of us who are just home gardeners can't use that stuff. So that's probably the only way you're going right. to get rid of it. Um, do you have kudzu? I mean, I will would be honest they with you.
4: They took DDT off the market, right? <laughs> oh yeah,
1: well, DDT's for the bugs. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, but they took oh, a lot of that stuff is gone. A lot of those herbicides that would have some control, but it was probably a little bit like some of the um, non-selective weed killers we use now it probably would have killed everything trees included where the kudzu goes Mm -hmm. so um i really don't have a solution for that maybe someone listening does Mm -hmm. but i don't really know of one where where do you have kudzu i'll be honest with you all over my years i've never met too many um gardeners or customers that had kudzu problems where are where is it in your yard
4: okay i live off of davis okay Uh, uh and the uh, it gets across the street. We didn't have it until Sally came in. Okay, Sally. That makes sense. And it's climbed up on the, the the telephone pole, and it's wrapped itself around the the wiring. And it's probably seven eight hundred pounds, I'd say, on the wiring. Can you? Can you? And. Uh, well, we we did cut it. I was going to say,
1: right at the right it's a, so at ground level. If you can, wiring. if you if it's a if it's new kudzu like that, and you cut it right at ground level, um, that should relatively solve your situation. Then you're going to have to get the dead kudzu out. Yeah. But um, anyway, I think that's, yeah. that's where yeah. we're Going well, with thank,
0: that. Absolutely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Tuesday in the studio. You're listening to Pep Talk. I'm your host, Tammy Martin, here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. It's the Garden Line with Mike Wiggins and special guest Jim Brady with the Francis Weston Audubon Society, the bird-watching people. <laughs> and I love it. It's been great. We have a lot of questions. We do have a phone call we need to get to, get to really quickly um, at the bottom of the hour. Good morning. How are you?
4: Hello.
0: Are you talking to me? Yes. Do you have a question for Mike? Hi. Hi. Oh, hey. hey. I don't know if he, I don't know
4: if he can handle my problem or not, but I have an outdoor flea problem, and my dog is covered in fleas. Is there anything I can do to take care of
1: the fleas outdoors? That's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question because
0: uh, we're talking that's, about that's, things on grass, and uh, you know, exa- absolutely, exa- exactly.
1: I, th- I think probably a. Um, A visit to the County Extension Service would probably be the thing to do. Um, They would kind of guide you to the chemicals, for example, for mosquitoes and for fleas and that type of thing. Because what we want to use, of course, is something that will take care of the fleas in the yard, but we don't want to put something in your yard that's going to be dangerous to your pet. You know, there are a lot of chemicals you can yeah, spray yeah. on your yard and, you know, it gets on the on the dog's feet and they lick their feet and then you got some problems. So I would call Beth Bowles at the Escambia County Extension Service, and I bet you anything she can okay. give you something to use. I wish I could help you more, but I, I think that's kind of a specialized thing that the, um, the state can help you with. All right, that's good. Thank you. Thank Amen. you so Thank much. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it. All right. We're at, we've gotten through this hour too quickly, Mike, but we have another half hour, so I'm excited.
1: I am fired up. We've got Let's some questions.
0: We'll get to them after the break. Radio 92, 3 Informative, Local, Dependable. It's Pep Talk. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is a wonderful morning in the studio. And let me tell you, I've been looking forward to this morning for about a month now. Because I have Mike Wiggins, which we always love the garden line. And I have Jim Brady, president of the Francis Weston Audubon Society, the bird watching. And we've already gotten so many bird questions. I knew it. I knew this was going to be popular. And so I'm excited about it. Everyone's (laughs) like, yes, tell us about the birds and the gardening. I mean, you can't go wrong with gardening and birds. It doesn't get any better
1: than that. It doesn't really really get any better than that. So
0: we are going to get to some questions, though, about gardening. Okay. I want to tell you, though, that Paul, (laughs) good morning, Paul, with Blue Sky Landscaping, sent us that you can eat the root as you would other root vegetables, kudzu. Well, see. Like potatoes. We can just have kutsu for dinner.
1: I was going to say, I knew that. We were having um, (laughs) a little steak and kutsu tonight. A little steak and
0: kutsu, Thank you, Paul, for that. Thanks,
1: Paul. (laughs) That's... (laughs) You so, know, Paul Paul is an expert on edible plants. And we're all yes, joking he, aside, he really, he really is. is. He he knows that stuff. Yes. I, I never would have thought about eating the kudzu uh-huh. to get rid of it. That's, no.
0: that's, <laughs> <laughs> just, can, you see, can you see someone out there just like chopping away at their grass? <laughs> yeah. You'd think they need to be admitted or something. You're like, what are they doing? But if you could eat it, mm-hmm. hey.
1: Maybe maybe we need to get We probably admitted. Need. Yes. No, if you have a question,
0: please. comment 437-1620. We'd love to hear from you this morning. If you have a gardening question, you know. Mike can, he's the encyclopedia of gardening. He really, he's shaking his head, no, but he truly is. Um, So send us your questions, 437 1620. You can call or text. Um, Oh, Paul is laughing at us now. (laughs) He He likes to uh, pull our leg in the morning. So, anyway, the heat index. Let's talk about this heat index 115 today. Exactly. I might melt.
1: No, and we've got to be careful. This, this This is where we, you know, We've had a good time this morning. It need uh-huh. to be serious for just a minute. Okay. With a heat index these high, you've got to take care of yourself. You mm-hmm. do not want to get out in the middle of the day. Whatever you've got to do, mow your mow your lawn. Remember we talked about my 8 o'clock rule? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I don't like to mow my lawn before 8 because I'm scared I'm going to wake somebody up. But 8 o'clock this time of the year is the only time to do it when it's it's hot, but it's not quite as hot it would be if you tried to do it at noon. Right. And so, um, you know, wear a hat, wear a little sunscreen. Just take care of yourself. We need you too bad. But this heat is unbeatable. It's really
0: not the time, I feel like, to do anything outside like this. That's right. Today but especially.
1: Real quick, um, let go back to some basics right. on watering. I'll be honest with you. I'm watering mine every day right now. now. Normally, we go about three times a week, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. Up north, you can water a little bit less than you can, say, in Gulf Breeze. But I'm watering mine every day until this weather breaks. And it looks like it's going to be hot all week. Maybe a little rain on the weekend, but that's a big maybe. So do your watering. And one last thing, when you're mowing that lawn, mow it high. High. We we talked to the fellow about the zoysia earlier on the show. If you start scalping it in this heat, Hmm. um, you might have some problems. So mow it high. St. Augustine, four inches, centipede, three. And so if you'll do that... um, that's about the best you can do with nice. this weather. It will break. Like,
0: do you feel like it's uh, more hot than it usually is this time of year? I feel like we have a hotter summer than we have had. It, it does seem, seem a little. Or maybe a little we're just bit not warm. used to it.
1: Well, I, I think we had you know all the rain. Remember, we had all that mm-hmm. rain, and of course that kind of kept it yeah, cool down. Then true. here comes this heat. Heat, yeah. But normally these heat indexes, which mm-hmm. I don't normally talk about, I like just what's the temperature. Mm-hmm. But we're approaching a hundred on the temperature. That is unusual for Pensacola. It, you hit 100 that's unusual
0: yeah that yeah. Is un- I felt like it was I've been here 17 years it seems like I would be used to it by now but it seems like <laughs> right. the humidity added with the 99 I just yeah. it's too much <laughs>
1: Jim do you think it's unusual this this weather
3: well my, my children tell me I, I'm a non-believer but my children tell me uh, it's it's global warming dad well
1: I've, I've, I'm a believer in climate Are change you? oh of course. Oh,
0: absolutely. I'm not an expert on it, so I'm not going to. Well, it. we, yeah, we probably, And we're not going to go there. We Mike. better not go there. Every but. time we bring up something <laughs> random, we can't get off the subject. That's, so exactly, we're gonna, that's exactly. We got to keep moving. Exactly. Okay. Um, our friend said, "Tie a goat to the kudzu." There
1: you go. Okay, that's. <laughs> either eat it or tie a goat well, to, it. Okay. to, okay. Go those to are, it. Those are those are great qu- answers. Yeah.
0: And Paul says it's truly dangerous heat. It's an El Nino Nino, Nino year, much hotter than normal. And yeah. he would know. I mean, he works outside.
1: Oh sure. Yeah, uh, for a living yeah. so you start approaching 100 and you are in territory we don't normally see no doubt we
0: are going to talk about something bird related because we had this conversation before right and jim might know the answer when is the next migration for hummingbirds to come through a gulf coast area
1: exactly remember i asked, I, to I know asked that. jim a minute ago he's been thinking about that so jim
3: you have the floor sir <laughs> They should be here by now.
4: <laughs>
0: oh, come on. No, don't yeah. tell us that. No, I'm yeah. They, in July, you know what they, they do? They fly up. down. They get to about the border of Florida and then, nope, too hot, and they fly right back no, up to Canada. They no, they stay
3: in the mountains of Georgia
1: where oh, it's cooler. man. I thought, how far up do they go into Canada, don't they? Do yeah, they go sure. that far? Sure. Then they come back this time of year to the mountains of they Georgia? They start coming
3: back into July, and they're here until end of September, middle of October, and then we'll have yeah. a few link.
1: okay well i haven't i haven't seen one so we
0: have lucy duncan with us and she doesn't have a mic on and thinks that's why you barely can hear her because we, no 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 it's perfectly fine i want i just want them to know like because sometimes we'll say her mic is off so no and we i'm excited for her to be here because she's like i know the answer to this one so we're gonna get a mic and her uh, headphones on after the break so she can answer but I, thank you for that because we were just talking about hummingbirds not too long ago oh, oh where a- they go absolutely a-
1: a- where are they I mean, i've got two yeah. hummingbirds someone theaters. said can't hear I've got lucy food i know in them. <laughs> I haven't seen a one, Correct. Not on one, and I always do. Mm-hmm. I mean, like last spring, golly, they were out fighting, and you know, I'd have to fill those bird feeders up once a week at least. Yes. So anyway, so
0: that was fun because I know we we've had that conversation in here. Exactly. The hummingbirds, where'd yeah. they go? We like
1: the hummingbirds on the garden line. Yes, we do. Yes. Okay. What we got?
0: We're good for a minute. But oh. Lisa said, "Thank you so much. Y'all are awesome. Love the show." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love the show as much as you do. So, Lisa.
1: <laughs> you know, while we're talking the weather, let me, let me just talk about one thing I've okay. got here. Yes. I, I, do, I do this every, probably every August um, because people are planting vegetables. And they want to know what vegetables they can plant yeah. in the fall. And that's where you have to do a little bit of arithmetic because you've got so many days until a freeze or a mm-hmm. frost when, for example, a tomato plant is going to die. Mm -hmm. So, we do plant tomato plants in August. But here's a neat deal I got from Noah. You ready? Okay. So, in the fall. um, These are percentage chances of 32 degrees in Pensacola. November 11th.
0: Okay. I'm I'm writing this down.
1: 10%. Oh, that's low. Okay. November 28th, 30%. December 10th, 50%. Oh, no. December 28th. 80%, Eighty percent, January seventh, ninety percent. So, okay. so sometimes it's not coming as soon as you think because here we are. in um, these when we get into December, we're not even at fifty percent yet. So, right. so if you're going to plant your vegetables, I mean, and there's a whole host of things you can plant. Uh-huh. Um, I made a little list here. Um, in August, you can plant bush and pole beans, for example, lima beans, beets, broccoli cabbage collards eggplant kale mustards onions Mm -hmm. peppers there's so many things you can plant in a fall garden and we've always said on the garden line that that fall garden many times can be as as more successful than the spring garden because you just don't have as much many varmints around (laughs) and the weather is cooling just a little bit not freezing of course as we just showed it's cooling a little bit which which helps so yes um, that's that's what that's the deal. But fall gardening is something you might really want to look at. Um, and what you need to get out there and just clean out all that stuff that you know is no longer viable from your spring garden, and go for Perfect. it in the fall.
0: Sounds great. Absolutely. Um, you're listening to News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. It's Pep Talk. If you have a garden... Radio two three informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. Thank you so much for listening. We love all your questions. 437-1620. If you have a question or comment with, for Mike. Oh, he's he's raising it. I'm like, okay, go ahead. You like that song, Mike?
1: I was just going to say, who, <laughs> I, I'm embarrassed. I can't remember who that is.
0: I'm impressed that you don't know who it is. He, I know. knows, he knows everything about I everything. I know. Bruce no. Chanel or Channel? I don't know.
3: No, I'm not knowing that one. Not on that one.
0: Not on that one. Uh-uh. What is that? It's off a movie. Isn't
1: really? It? No.
0: I nope. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <You> listen.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll do research during the week.
0: <laughs> Y'all are gonna have to do Jim, some research say, and come and back. And
1: that, Jim and I. Jim That Lucy, generation. Lucy, do you know
0: the yeah. um, person you know who? who sings that song, or know where it came from? No, I don't. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm impressed. Maybe the listeners. <laughs> do. Maybe the listeners can help us. So uh, Catherine said, "It's uh, in Fairy Pass. It's already 90 degrees in the shade."
1: Oh. Catherine, be careful, be careful, would you? Yeah,
0: definitely. It's hot. It's a hot one today. Make sure you stay hydrated. That means carry around. I have a um, cup with me. It's a Stanley cup, and it holds about 40 ounces of water, and it goes with me everywhere. So that's always a good thing to have. Just bring you a thing of water in the car, uh, everywhere, and just sip on it. I always find that's the best option.
1: I totally agree. Whatever, any way you can do it. Timmy, I want to mention one thing. We talked about it last time, but this is where I need the help of the audience. Okay. Because um, I called a couple of garden centers to see if mm-hmm. anybody had it. That's the Everglades tomato.
0: Oh, that's right. Remember that we one? talked about that, It's a yeah.
1: small, kind of a marble size, maybe a little bit bigger, kind of a cherry tomato mm-hmm. that all the county agents are saying it is the absolute best. It'll okay. produce and produce and produce mm-hmm. all season long. It's what they call an indeterminate one. That It's a vining tomato, yeah. which you can put on a trellis or a stake. Or, and I've never heard anybody really do this, just let it go on the ground. Just let it be a kind of a ground cover.
0: I just feel like something would eat it if it was on the ground. Well, you're
1: probably, that's probably right. Probably yeah. Bugs or something. Mm-hmm. But they say it, it really is a great tomato. But the reason I need the help from the audience is I don't know where to find it. I've called some of my friends mm-hmm. in the business. They don't have it yet. It may be one of those things that... They introduce these new plants, Uh but they're not quite ready for the markets yet. And they'll show up next year or the year after. But be on the lookout. If you're a vegetable gardener, and if you want to do a tomato plant in the fall, um, the Everglades tomato, kind of substitute for a little cherry tomato or you know, so anyway, you might so want you to could that start try. it
0: from seed, right? Of course, you can. So
1: absolutely. you could probably get the seeds online. Yeah, yeah exactly. And you it probably need to do long. that quickly. Yeah. Get those seeds started quickly because absolutely. That, you got to remember now you've got you've got you're up against a time crunch mm-hmm. of that first freeze, first frost. So, got to do think it we're, now.
0: We're hoping for some cooler weather. That's exactly right. Uh, Lisa said, "I grew Everglades cherry this year. Super really? producers. I got my seed from David the Good. He's on YouTube. He lives in Bruton."
4: Very thank
0: you, good, Lisa. Very good, Lisa. So thank you. I grew Everglades cherries. That's what she said. That, that's what it uh, is. Kind of like a, is. Like, a like a cherry tomato. tomato. It's a little marble. Um, um, and he, exactly. she said it's a super producer. Oh, I need to get that. My daughter loves tomatoes. Oh,
1: thank, Lisa, thank you. Thanks, for that. Lisa.
0: So that was from David the Good. He's on YouTube and he lives in Bruton. In case no anyone kidding. would like to know. No kidding. Very. And I want to let our listeners know we will get to your bird questions. I have them here. I'm. <laughs> um, uh, They're going to be on the second half of the hour in a few minutes, too, as well. And so we're going to get your gardening questions done while Mike's here. And I promise you we're going to get to the bird questions as well. So if you have any, 437-1620. If you have a gardening question, we love pictures. Even if you just want to show us your lawn, we like that, too. Right, Mike?
1: (laughs) We'll take anything. (laughs) just want to
0: see the green grass and the pretty flowers this morning. So 437-1620. It's 9.52 here on Pep Talk.
1: Very good. A little lightning round real quick. Okay. A little lightning round. Um, number one, we talked about watering a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Be sure you concentrate on your shallow rooted plants such as um, azaleas, for example, is a shallow rooted plant. Your camellias, your hydrangeas, fig trees, dogwoods, those have relatively shallow roots. Really concentrate on those. And what I tell people to do, Tammy, especially if you planted a larger plant, say a, a large holly or even a, a maple tree or Um, that say is 6 or 7 feet tall in the last month. With this dry weather and this hot weather, do not allow your sprinkler system to be the only source of water. Take your hose, run it over there, and let it dribble on it for maybe an hour or so. Get that water on there real deep. Because even with that sprinkler system, um, you you may see some damage with this heat Mm, and and lack of rain. And it doesn't look like we're going to get any rain. Anytime soon.
0: Do you think it'd be helpful to take your outside plants in right now or I, leave I, them outside?
1: I, I don't think so. No? I, okay. I, I don't think so. I think as long as you get some water, and as long You'd as, okay. remember the old philosophy here, right plant in the right place. If you've got a plant that prefers a little bit of shade and you've got it out in the full sun right now, uh-huh. you could be in big trouble. So, yes, you might want to move it in.
0: Well, we have a phone call this morning. Good morning. How are you?
2: I'm oh, wonderful. Thank you. But I have a problem with my um, square foot garden. I have um, tomatoes that have gotten the fungus, so I'm ready to pull them up. But I'm wondering if I can plant in that same garden without removing the soil.
1: I think you can. Yes, I really do. I, I think some of these fungus are, you know, are just going to be on the foliage themselves. Um, for example, we get a lot of the frog eye on um, tomato plants, for example, which is some of the two-color spots. I don't think the soil is going to have anything to do with that. I would not hesitate to um, plant in the soil. But you know what I would do, um, especially since it's a square-foot garden, um, check your lime situation. You may want to throw a little lime in there before you do your fall gardening. But, no, I think you can um, go ahead and throw those away and... Add you some evergreen, evergreen, evergreen everglade, 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 Everglade. That's everglade right. Everglade tomatoes. Yes. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I would do. I okay. think I think you're going to be I fine. I
4: sure will.
0: Thank you so okay, much for your it. question. Thank you Thanks for calling this morning. Thank you. We need to take a quick break here on Pep Talk. If you have questions. As we are in the studio, it's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm your host Tammy Martin. It's Pep Talk, and it is the Garden Line. We have a few more minutes left of the Garden Line, and then Jim Brady and Lucy Duncan with the Francis Weston Audubon Society, the bird watching people. <laughs> I have to make it easier to say. That's
1: that's right on. (laughs)
0: Right on. 437-1620. I do have some bird questions. We will get to the next half of the hour, but we're going to finish up garden first. Um, And then I have two questions now. Robin would like to know, Mike, smaller plants for a raised garden that is only five foot long.
1: Great question. Great question. Especially in a raised garden, which is a great way to do it. We'll talk about that another day. But here's just a quick list of some things that I think you might work. Okay. Tomato, tomato plants, of course. That's a great fall vegetable. Cabbage. Lettuce. Onion sets. Yes. Turnips. And then, how about all your herbs? Parsley, sage, rosemary, and thyme. Ooh, That's I a love song. Those. By
0: the way. Yeah. Parsley, sage, rosemary, and
1: thyme <laughs> is a song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel? Sure, whoever. Anyway, um, all your herbs would be great to grow in the fall. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yes, so those are some of the things you can grow. There's a lot more. If you go, if you Google North Florida Vegetable Planting Guide. It will Aww. give you a list as long as your are North on.
0: Florida Vegetable Planting Guide, if you need there that. You Vernon, there you go. Vernon, I see your question about gardening. I'm going to give it to Mike, and then that'll be the first question we answer next Tuesday. Okay. I know we didn't get to it, but I want you to be able to take your time on it. So thanks for the question, Vernon, and we'll get to that next Tuesday That's morning.
1: Right. Tammy has been fun.
0: It's been Lu- great. Lucy and
1: Jim, this is
2: great having y'all here. Y'all are going to have a great show, I know.